0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast
2: from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined in the studio by... Uh, Jordan Thompson. Jordan was out in Vegas recently sparring with Tyson Fury in the build-up to the Wilder fight. It gave us a fascinating insight into what yeah. it was like in the inner sanctum. Very much so. Um, we're also joined by Mike McLean, who you may remember from The Big Breakfast. He's a stand-up comedian, actor, and uh, he's got a new book out. He was chatting about that, talking a bit of football, a bit of city as well. Yeah,
4: our bits we talked a bit about last night. We did. You'll and, discover
2: that I couldn't speak. And he was in a bit of a state today. But um, <laughs> anyway, here it all is. This is Paul Hawksman, and Annie Jacobs with you Through Until Four here on Talksport, where this afternoon we wonder if Newcastle win the FA Cup, will they rename St. James's Park Bruce Arena? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Mike Ashley, he'll probably sack Steve and appoint Bruce Arena. <laughs> Won't he?
4: You got to know your American football managers. That's very good. Coming on. up between now and four, we'll build up to tonight's FA Cup games. Tyson Fury's Vegas spa- Sparting partner, yeah. sparring partner, it's a
2: Sparting partner. I, know, I told you, I you're can't. having a bit of a meal. More I of that in a moment, <laughs> More in
4: a minute. Yeah, sparring partner Jordan Thompson pops in, and why Dortmund will be a no-brainer for Berlin. Oh, for goodness. <laughs> Burlingham's Bur- June Birmingham, <laughs> Burlington. <laughs> I don't Bertie. Know why I
2: bother. Really, twenty yeah. years, i have no better than I was on day one. Okay, well Never there mind. we are. That's a proud boast. <laughs> it is. Uh, we'll also take your calls. You are having trouble with your words today, though. As I say we will explain. With
4: that, tea. that looks a bit odd.
2: We'll take your calls, emails, texts, and tweets. And city supporting comedian Mike McLean joins us in the studio. As does uh, Deacon Blues uh, front man, of course. Ricky Ross. Trains permitting we should add there, but more on that later. There's all this plus Tim Vickery tells us why Maradona
4: and Raquel me are arguing over a chair. Yeah. And how Barry's F C Harry FC Just take a deep
2: breath Andy You're a bit overexcited on the catwalk You've had, Did somebody leave some Haribo on the desk somewhere? You're a little bit overexcited I am overexcited. I don't know what's wrong with me It is That's the
4: fact that Chelsea played so well Yeah well
2: time. they did play very well uh, Six mm. minutes past one Good afternoon everyone Good afternoon Andy Before we talk Chelsea mm. Let's just uh, You were just talking to your bank And yes you, And uh, a very odd conversation <laughs> Um, in which you in, you started off by saying much thank you very much. Yeah, that, no, was, no, that was after we... D- oh, much thank you very... Well, you're Stanley with <laughs> Much thank you very much. And, and then you said at the end of the call... <laughs> see you soon. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank, much thank you very much and see you soon to someone you're never going to... He's on the end of a call centre never line. going to see them again. <laughs> call centre in Cardiff, quite possibly. <laughs> But that was—it it did feel right up there with you know putting inappropriate <laughs> kisses on the wrong text. Yeah. So we thought that might lead to something this afternoon. <laughs> if if there's a kind of a, a really embarrassing moment that you want to relive this afternoon when you just kind of gave the inappropriate response, uh, let us know. Talksport.com forward slash Agent J. Text to eight ten eighty nine and uh, tweet to TSA. I remember years ago, one of the guys that co-wrote Like a Virgin for Madonna, mm. you know, the song that kind of helped oh, make yeah. her career. Oh, yeah. no, I know that They song, finally right? met her. The songwriter said yeah. he finally met her. And, uh, and they said, well, he said, yeah, Madonna, this is so and, so, and the guys that wrote the song, this is Madonna. And the guy, the guy went in for the hug. Oh, no. Because he thought, you know, we've well, bonded. So, yeah. I gave her one of the biggest... Went very in for the hug. Yeah. She wasn't true. having it. Really? <laughs> really? She was, She, was, no, she kind of went through with it, but apparently she, she wasn't keen. She'd be even worse He now. felt a lot closer to her than she did to him, apparently. She, but she, like a virgin meant more to him than it she did to her. him down with some gel. I don't quite <laughs> possibly. Anyway, inappropriate responses, <laughs> yeah. whether they're physical... Uh, digital yeah. or uh, andy on the old school uh, restricted bandwidth talksport.com text 81089 tweet tshinj yeah,
4: before we get on to last night's football did you see this an amazing story that they've they've discovered that parrots can work out odds like betting odds
2: i did see that yeah yeah, yeah we've got
4: one coming to Cheltenham next week polly power
2: <laughs> we got it. no. We will. I was thinking that Andy, we should definitely take Polly Power to Cheltenham, and we'll put we'll put Polly up against Paddy. Is, is and... she related to uh, Tinsel by any chance? No, no, no. It won't sound like a turkey. Yeah. That will be a parrot sound effect. <laughs> I think you'll find uh, when we, take, when we okay. take Polly Power. When we take Polly Power next week. That, Can we look Poly at Power. the producer? Thanks yeah, much. he's a touch sceptical. might <laughs> a call cool person say love you, bye, as they finish <laughs> <Yeah>. the call. <laughs> It's brilliant, isn't it? Good, yeah, it happens. That's from David uh, Johnson. Thank you, David, Yeah, Now, of
4: course, a lot of Liverpool fans will be disappointed last night that uh, they've gone out of the cup and I mean, they're having a wonderful season. Yeah. Oh, did so, you
2: hear that call? Cool. I took the dog for a walk after the game yeah. and uh, listened to the start of the sports bar with uh, Perry and uh, with Adam last night. Yeah, it was good. And uh, the guy David called um, and he was a Liverpool fan uh, and he was saying, we're going to blow it! I we're going to And they said, you've got to win four more games. Sydney, you've got to win all... The- yeah, we haven't done it. We're going to blow it. We should have bought Lewandowski and Haaland, He's saying, and they're saying, who would you drop for them? Well, never mind that. We should have bought. It was the. It was the. It was the. It was you know, yeah, TalkSport 101. It was the it call, was the completely irrational caller. After after, I mean, it didn't make any sense, but it was gold.
4: They were a lot. They played better than they played on Saturday. It was a good performance by Chelsea. It was a good game. It was a very good, good to watch. Yeah. How much better are Chelsea to watch for the neutral this year? I know they're not as good. They're not going to finish third like they did last year. They may yeah. not even top four but they are just so much better for the neutral to watch every game they're involved in has got goals in it when they played Leicester both sides have 50% possession. They go they go for it under Lampard. They really do. And I think,
2: I know, we've got the wrong tea. Yeah, we've we got was, the was, wrong tea. We've got, yeah, i right. drinking enough. I felt, I felt like almost somebody had put a piece of uh, A4 paper in some, <laughs> some cold <laughs> hot water. Not
4: great. And there have been some, you know, some real up and down moments. There have been some low moments this year and there have been some very high moments. And But the potential, Gilmore. Oh, yeah. That's the seventh young top young prospect we've blooded this year I mean not many other clubs
2: can do that how did you so, get him out of Rangers how did that come about I bet they well, were no, delighted well, with that watching I, him last night
4: we won't go yeah. into that too much <laughs> but, uh, dog
2: eat dog is it you know tremendous but I mean mm.
4: Ali Ross got hold of me he, he sent me a text about uh, Billy Gilmore he's yeah. very excited about him understandably as a massive uh, tartan army supporter he's, he's
2: already played Scotland sort of age group has he played under 21s he must have done yeah, yes before. I think yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah, pretty yeah.
4: Sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's on the on he the looks version, like he should be straight in the first team I think he will be and but it's very funny a piece by Mark <clears throat> Irwin in The Sun slightly obviously didn't quite notice it. his piece went so much for giving the kids a chance and everything he said uh, so it was goodbye to the baby blues and hello to the old guy and you think well except for Billy Gilmore who's like, the player of the match and the fact that the other five
2: or six are all injured I think Excuse the point people. he was making is that he can still get a tune out of uh, the yeah, older players Giroud and Pedro and William and stuff well, they're great players still very good. they are great players
4: but they, they are yeah, Pass their best. but I mean, they have got a lot of injuries. Uh, I I will get a game for Chelsea by the end of the season. They have had, and I mean, a lot of clubs have got injuries, but they've got a, you know quite <clears throat> quite. A, and when you've got them, the, you know, the more you get, yeah. the, the more you do. Anyway, so I was saying, Liverpool fans like Sanjeev Basco. I would be very upset, an hmm. old friend Sanjeev. Yeah, but there was a piece today about. In <laughs> the Daily Stars. It's funny. Telly's as large as the wall will oh, all yeah. have a hundred inch screen. Hundred inch screens. And yeah. to illustrate it, they put in a very, very large picture of Sanji. <laughs> Massive picture. But no reference to him whatsoever. I'm holding up to the camera. You sure that's no. not
2: an advert about the show he's on <laughs> no. TV tonight? There's
4: no reference to Sanji whatsoever.
2: No, do you know what it is? I think I think if you look back, let me I'll go back through the paper with you. There, there's this promo from Gold. He's in a new show tonight. Is he? And I reckon if you go through it, there'll be pictures of the other Other actors... Oh really? Around that story, yeah. I think in context that will make sense. Out of context, I mean, Maybe I agree. Maybe I'm doing them a, a
4: disservice. Right. Then it just seems yeah. a bit odd. I thought it was a large <coughs> story about large cities,
2: so we'll put a picture of a large TV. Star. Chris Dalton liked your description of Jordan Thompson as a Tyson Fury's sparring partner, <laughs> and he's looked it up in the dictionary. It says sparring partner, one who dresses up with you to reenact famous battles from ancient Greece.
4: Well, that's very much. That's a nice that's idea. Very much yeah, his
2: yeah. role I once visited a client, and they made me a cup of tea instead of saying lovely or. Thank you. I combined the two and said, Love you. <laughs> Mickey, that's from. Thank you, Mickey. Yeah, so it's more common, Andy. you'll thank well, you very there much there and you see goes. you soon.
4: And a word for Sean Massey, who was running the line last night. She's she's very much an unsung hero, I think, for some sort of women. Pioneer. In, pioneer. Well Wendy Toms came before, oh, but yeah. she but you know she's done second a second
2: wave of pioneers.
4: Second wave of pioneers. She's still a pioneer. She's a Premier League pioneer. Yeah, she
2: yeah. certainly is, yeah. And yeah. she's
4: a hero for, for women in football and women officials and she She's got very low profile. Mm. You know, you don't get a lot of, you know, we see a lot what of. What do you want articles. her to do? Be on no, some of that I think that's Danny a, Dyer's quiz show. <laughs> no, I'm that's yeah. admirable that she's got a low profile. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that as a criticism.
2: Sean Massey Ellis these yeah. days, of course, isn't she? She's married. Sean Massey Ferguson. That wouldn't have been right, would
4: it? <laughs> not really. No. no, I've looked it up. And, uh, <laughs> He's mm. back. Almere on. the streak's back on.
2: Yeah, well, it was a good finish. Oh, great back kill. Um, Steve Bruce getting a game
4: out of him. You yeah, know, Really playing well this season. And David McGoldrick, a first goal for him, could be the start of something big. I've had a bet on him breaking Jeremy Vardy. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Vardy, that's it. it Jeremy the Vardy? You can have the cap, I'm off. <laughs> this is it. Can we, hello, security. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. we've got nowhere to go after this. Jeremy Vardy. Anyway, keep those. Um... It's funny that I saw. Oh, just yeah, before go on we then. go. go on I saw 85 year old Tom Mangold in the park this morning. Who walking his dog. He? Oh, He's on Panorama for about 35 years. Really? Yeah. So I think he, that,
0: that'll be me soon. <laughs> soon?
4: <laughs> yeah, tomorrow.
0: In the next 20 minutes <laughs> by the sound of it. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from
2: Talksport. Ben Jacobs here on Talk and We're going to hear from Tyson Fury now. Uh, he took out some sparring partners uh, to Vegas uh, to uh, work with him in the build-up to the Deontay Wilder fight. Our next guest was mentioned in Dispatches. This is what uh, he had to say about Jordan Thompson. Jordan punches as hard as any heavyweight in history I've ever fought. He's a sheet of muscle, whatever he is, 15 stone or whatever. I think he can do something as well. He's undefeated in 10 fights that's pretty uh, good so, isn't yeah it? that's very nice of him to say that of course uh jordan's with us in the studio. good to see you jordan good to see you too thank uh, you for having me on oh, it's a great pleasure um we so, say we should
4: say straight away we know each other because your dad's jeff thompson my yeah. old of friend course, and uh, you're definitely a chip off the old block yeah we've, we've, guys, jeff's been, been in a few times that.
2: a former world uh karate champion and we, we've he's talked about you of course you didn't go down the martial arts routes he said you were boxing i mean i suppose we should start there i mean did you have a martial arts background like your dad and-
3: um i didn't i didn't actually have a martial arts background i'd always grown up i'd done a bit of pad work with my with my mum and dad mm. um in the gym in the garage and stuff like that um but they never forced me into anything they just let me they gave me as much opportunity as i could i could have wished for being a um a teenager growing up mum was a world champion too yeah, oh, i right, yeah. okay, can't right. forget can't forget yeah. that one um but no i mean i i was presented with every opportunity yeah. and i I, I mean I did football first to a decent level. i played tennis then after and then I kind of fell yeah, into a, in tennis didn't you I did yeah I mean I did I mean that was a that was a, a great passion of mine I, I love tennis I still do love tennis um but it's a very tough sport um, a very high end sport unless you're competing in the top 50 top 100 so to say um you're not really earning a living you're not really even breaking even so it was a tough one it was a tough tough decision to make but I'm happy to be where uh, where I am now in in the chosen sport yeah
2: how, how did the Tyson link come about? You just approached by
3: um, his? Yeah, pumpkin. I think I, I think the link was made through management and um, promotion and stuff like that, and I think they just got hold of him. And they Said, listen, would you, be, would you be up for some sparring? Which I said, I didn't believe it to be fair, I didn't believe it until the day I got on the plane. I was like, no, I'm really, this is really happening, mm. it's going to be a, a massive experience. Which, which it definitely, definitely was because, so. um,
2: build and size and everything and style. Well, I mean, as much as Deontay Wilder has a definitive style, <laughs> exactly, is that
3: that's why they felt you were a good match. I think it was, I think they got me in for more for the physical yeah. specimen. I was, I mean, same stature, like a bit of a carbon copy mm. of um, Wilder. Um, being like six, seven, two, two, twenty pounds, two, fifteen pounds, walking around. So uh, it was a good fit. It was a good fit, and I'm, I'm sure they were, they were happy with the work. Yeah. And I mean, actually being so
4: because I know that you were going to come home before the fight, but in the end, you ended up staying, watching, it, being really
3: a part of it. What a great experience for you. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially with it being at the MGM, being one of the biggest heavyweight fights in the last fifty years or so. Mm. I mean, it was, it was definitely a, a special, special night, and. I think just feeling the atmosphere and being there—something to and, aim for too. Yeah, some, definitely something to aim for. It was um, definitely a boost in the in the right direction. Yeah. That's for sure.
2: What's it like? What's it like to to work with him? To work with Tyson? What was it like when you first went into the
3: camp? Um, Tyson is is a is a is a very very special individual. He's a very warm welcoming individual, which was. Um, it was a surprise to me. Like I never bought buy into like the media hype and stuff like that. Like what the media put out is what the media put out. But I'd always, I always like to try and take people for what I experience and for what I see them as. And. The first impression I got of Tyson is he's a, a great guy. welcomed me into the gym, gave me some great feedback, some positive feedback, on some constructive criticism, which um, I can definitely take away and work on and stuff like that. But just being him and getting to know him as a person was, was very um, insightful. He's mm-hmm. a, a stupid deep man as well. Stupid question, but is he hit hard? <laughs> He, does. he hits harder he hits harder than a lot of people give him credit for. He I does bet. hit harder than a, than a lot of people give him credit for, that's for sure.
2: And the style as well, Jordan. I mean it's it's the way that he you said we were talking about it before and you said a slippery customer and that's exactly what he is, isn't he? He's is. quite he's
3: quite difficult to pin, isn't he? I, would I mean for the for the sheer size of the man, mm. like the the skill level and the ring, IQ and, and the craftsmanship that he's got moving around the ring and um stuff like that, it's it is second to none. Very, very special for for someone of his actual size and weight, um, which we've not seen in a very, very long time. I think someone of his weight, you'd be expecting him to like walk you down big shots, but he's he's dancing around the ring, slip hitting you, making you miss, stuff like that. So it was it was great to learn from him. Being a big man myself as well, yeah. I felt like I learned I learned a lot and I can add stuff to my arsenal and stuff like that and take a lot, a lot away from that sort of sparring there.
4: And you were saying to me earlier as well that how he rises to the occasion on the day, that this is the thing that makes him so special.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, th- I mean, I think he's an out-and-out winner. He just he uses that um, confidence. He has that aura about him. It's um, something that I've been brought up with, obviously passed on from my mother and father. They come from a winning background, so I have a good sense of character, I have a good judge of character, and he has that energy and aura about him where he knows how to win, he knows what to do. On the big stages, and, and he knows when to perform and when to turn that switch on. Yeah. And I think the thing with him is he, he's so strong mentally as well. Like Coming, being through like coming, going through like all that he went through and stuff like that. Um, it takes a hell of a man, and it takes um a lot of character to to come out the other side and I think he's done that with um and colours definitely so, so
4: during the day so sort of the weeks leading up to the fight you you, you do a sparring session yeah then, then what would you do the rest of the day how
3: do you sort of spend um, your time so we found another gym out there as well so we we signed up to another fitness gym so we were doing like a one boxing session a day one sparring session a day and then some weights or so some training as well in the meantime we obviously first time being in Vegas we got to see a little bit of Vegas mm. got to see a bit of the strip but yeah six weeks in Vegas definitely too long yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah, I, I think it, you're, you're, so you're ready
4: for a fight now I re- yeah.
3: yeah I mean definitely ready for a fight because you had a yeah. training camp but you haven't got a fight now. literally no i not got a fight yet <laughs> there's, there's talks of a fight um, so I should be out mm-hmm. hopefully late April early May mm. and then once again in the summertime. so that's what that's what I'm aiming towards so there's a couple of dates to look towards but the trick in boxing is you just gotta always stay ready be ready for whatever someone might throw yeah. at you or whatever opportunities might present themselves so. is it ten fights you've, you've had so ten far fights now ten professional fights, ten wins, eight stoppages. So I've, I'm I'm doing well up to now. I'm yeah. doing well up to now, ready to step it up gradually. But you know everything everything's um, timing, especially in a sport like this. And that. but at the same time, it's momentum. So once you get momentum, it's really important. This, should, this should help. 100%. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. momentum I've got personally from this yeah. is has been has been great. So I'm keen to put that into action and, and explain
2: and the, the process done. Done. for a young fighter. What does a young fighter do? who's coming through? Does he need a manager?
3: Does he need a promoter? What a young fighter do? coming through. Um, I mean, honestly, rule number one: just make sure you can sell tickets. Mm. If you can sell tickets, it make your life a whole lot easier. That's yeah. for sure. Um, at the end of the day, it's all about bums in seats. That, that's that's what one of the things that um, I've been told throughout when I was coming up in uh, my Definitely boxing career. Definitely,
4: well, Tyson. Yeah, yeah, it's Tyson as well.
3: Trust me. I mean, that is that is an important thing, and mm. you've you've got to know you. What obviously you've got to have your why, like your reason to to want to fight and to want to go out there on the big stages and put yourself on the line, but. As well as that, managers help, promoters help. You've got to have a solid team around you and I think a, a good backing, a good family as well. Mm. A good family base will really help because when times get hard, which they definitely will during the boxing game, Um, I mean, like, like all sports, yeah. but especially in boxing, I think the highs and the lows in boxing are, are quite extreme. Um, But a solid family base will help you um, and a, a good, good solid team around you. And always start with the foundation, so work, work from the mm. from the bottom up
2: um so you knew how tyson was going to fight on the night you had a pretty good idea because a lot of people were kind of skeptical about what he was saying that he would sort of he'd dance and he'd, yeah. he'd jab
3: and i thought
4: he'd just do what he did in the first fight you never know with tyson yeah.
3: like tyson tyson's one of them he's um he's very instinct i believe so he's a very instinctive fighter um i do believe though that in this fight he was going for the stoppage i mean he kind of had mm. to with my method of thinking behind it was if you're in America, you're against the reigning champion, you've got to take that title away yeah, from yeah, him. Yeah. And I just think after the first fight, which by the Queensbury boxing rules no, he, won. he won the yeah, fight, yeah, for yeah, sure. For yeah. sure he won the fight. But being with it being in America, him getting knocked down twice, it was a bit I was a bit sceptical after the fight finished. I was thinking I could have just that. Like, you never know. But like, we've seen worse decisions than, than that one as well. So I think him going into this fight, wanting that stoppage and just and wanting to take him out, I think that's shown on the night because that's definitely Definitely what he did. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant.
2: Well, what an experience. Thanks, Joe. And, and Jordan, great. best
3: of luck in your career. Thank you. And uh, yeah, We'll
4: follow you with interest. Then. Yeah, I we certainly it. will that hopefully see you evening. again and let us
2: know when you're fighting. We'll keep in touch. Definitely. 100%. Fantastic. Thank
0: you for having me on. Jordan
2: Thompson there, who was out in Vegas uh, sparring with Tyson Fury before the Wilder fights.
0: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
0: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Sport.
2: Joining us in the studio now to chat about uh, his uh, new book.
1: Oh, I remember him. It is Mike Squeaky McLean. Good <laughs> afternoon. Thank you very much indeed, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, we were uh, saying
4: you, you came in a few years back.
1: Long time. Yeah, I think I was doing a big one night, a couple of nights stand up in Manchester. So I came on to promote it. And I've got to be honest with you having come on that show I didn't sell any more tickets <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I <didn't. laughs> yeah, so time won't do completely anything completely this won't yeah, do to my board. agent nice. Hawksby been jinged. get me on a show yeah. that has got a lot of people that are going <laughs> <laughs> to listen to on honestly yeah you'll be shifting <laughs> copies for fun after this
2: but uh, yeah people probably will remember you from uh, Big Breakfast and yeah. not seeing you on the road and yeah. uh, and stuff over the years
1: but uh, you had dreams of being a pro footballer as a kid didn't you I did I played for Manchester Boys and then I, I was lucky enough at school to. I was like, I was one of those players that wasn't skillful, but I was like a little Terry, a little Dennis Wise. I remember the coach at school saying, You win the ball and then just give it to somebody more skillful. Yeah. and that's that's what they said so but a lot of uh,
2: good players have made great careers doing that yeah haven't they, yeah, they mean, seriously yeah, no wrong
1: with that totally agree yeah. so I was lucky enough to uh, be picked and go to it was back then it was like 11 weeks at Platt Lane of Manchester City and our coach at the time was Brian Kidd wow and uh, so we went every Thursday I'd get my bike cycled down and I'd work my backside off, but I was small. I was very small. I was, you know. And at the eleven weeks, they they say you, you, and I was one of those that wasn't. And thanks for coming. And I cycled back to my mum and dad's house in in Levenshulme, Manchester, just crying. You couldn't oh. even you couldn't even talk to me for about a week. My mum, my mum was typical Spanish mum. That's like, okay, uh, you're not make it. Don't worry. Do you want something to eat? <laughs> not, not now, mum. I didn't make it, <laughs> I know. Maybe you have a sandwich, or maybe you have a. <laughs> Do you want like a nice bit of paella? Like, mum, I don't want anything. I just want to be left alone <laughs> okay do you go to bed and <laughs> i have an you okay i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you fancy sandwich not now because <laughs> that's what spanish moms do they feed you so you didn't i mean that was so you know, trying to get in
2: city didn't make city did you play anywhere else did you play no
1: i didn't i i, I mean i played for the junior blues that was a, 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 like all those that didn't make it then played for the like the junior blues yeah city. it was good and i didn't i didn't and then i got into like stand-up and comedy and magic and that sort of took me to where I am today really but I was fortunate enough to when I did start making myself known on the telly that I played for the uh, showbiz team and I captained it and it was great and you know you played with legends so many legends that had turned up you know Gascoigne and and things like that and Brian Robson and Lee Sharp and I was a captain and it was just fantastic I, I you know we traveled played at the new Wembley the old Wembley I got sent off at Anfield. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to... <laughs> what I'm, for? Uh, there was a, it was the young... It was the one out of Liberty X. I can't remember a name.
3: Oh. And we... No, <laughs>
1: so it was the lad out of Liberty X. And we, we sort of <laughs> had a little bit of a spat and, 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 and I'd tried to throw in the head and it was Mark Avery was to Mark Avery, see what I mean this is the, this is not doing me well if yeah, I'm honest not good. Yeah. I say to my sons now because they both play well Carter and Cooper they're both good players and I was like you've got to be physical in midfield you know Because, and uh, we just laugh about it we got sent off with, and the whole crowd booing at Anfield and we just sat in the dressing room at Liverpool just sort of laughing going what are we doing what are we? and then when we did the match we ended up being again opposite sides again you know
2: so. uh-huh. now the match was the kind of forerunner of, of, of what has become the, the, the we soccer we were talking about about It yesterday, yeah. uh, and but that, that kind of big first celebrity football match,
1: Harold make Terry Alderson played in that. Yeah, as well, Terry, well, it, yeah? T- Terry and I trained together. Um, a great story, Terry. Terry's like, like, We're doing the match, and he's like, You know, you're gonna room with me. I was like, Terry, don't worry, I'll room with you, I'll room with you. So we do that. And he, I'd gone to, I'd rang up Jim Cassell the week before and I said, I'm doing this thing called the match. He said, do you want to come and train with the academy at City? I'd love to. Didn't get signed. But they did go on to win the FA Youth Cup.
2: I'm ah, just saying, I'm no, just saying, yeah. that's
1: all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I know you're looking at me thinking, oh no, but I, I did help them along the way. Um, and then Terry got us a, uh, a couple of days at South End, So we went and Steve Tilson was the manager. So we got there and uh, we're travelling up on the train. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're going to share a room. Yeah, So I get there and I. Uh, end up, I think I ended up rooming with um, Rocky Marshall out of Holby City, and Tom Craig of Coronation Street, and I left him to room with uh, Mark Bosnich, and he wasn't happy. <laughs> <till>. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> well, these two goalkeepers together. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what right. they can talk goalkeeper. But they became great mates, and and um, you know, I, I think looking back on it now, he he, he thanks me really. Yeah, yeah, he's a cracking goalkeeper, Teddy. He was, was he, yeah, he was he, decent, really good. Decent. Yeah. He well. finished the match and then went and signed for Southend. Yeah. and was on the bench. Yeah. And I was like, how, did you, how have you done that? So magic was, you <laughs> say done, magic was your Canada. way in. You bought a Paul Daniels magic set. It, it did. Well done. You've read the book. I like I that. have, yeah, uh, yeah. I did and I got into that and obviously uh, I realised that nobody's going to, you know, do magic so I sort of did that and levitated towards uh, the acting and stand-up when I left school mm. and I always had that to fall back on and then um when the work dried up as it does you know after Big Breakfast and Seven Years of Rich and Judy and the phone doesn't ring Like when the phone rang I was like what's that noise you know? <laughs> I had no idea so uh, I went back to doing stand-up but I did like a, a Darren Brown was popular so I did like a mind reading stand-up so I've mixed the two together yeah. and it's been brilliant and I've loved it ever since really. you've
4: got a fine acting CV I mean yeah. TV, theatre And of course, Pantomime, you've just done loads of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've done all right. I've not done too Do you know what? I made a living out of it, and it's hard, and you guys will know, Mm. even in this day, to, you know, I was looking very fortunate. I mean, along the way, I've Been fortunate. I did the Office Christmas special with Ricky Gervais, and yeah, you can't get any better. How did that that. come about then? You do sort of you explain in the book, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it was it was at um, one of those comedy awards, and uh, we he started. If I remember right, he sort of started saying something, and I had lived with him, and he liked the fact that I had lived with him, and you know, and he likes people that can ad lib. And then he come on Richard and Judy, Hmm. and we always had a laugh, you know. And then I just got a phone call saying, look, he'd like to to see you about you know doing the Office Christmas special, and I went to the BBC and I met him and Stephen Merchant and um, Merchant First, and we had a chat, and I was like, yeah, and I'm terrible at remembering lines. and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, because, like, every comic, they've got them written on the hand. You can't do that on TV. Yeah. And, and then I met with him, and, and we had a laugh, and then I just remember there's, like, being a big bowl of sweets in the room in the BBC, and then uh, I said, all oh, right, can I have one of these? He went, yeah, yeah, help yourself. And I just put them all in the bag and said, the kids will love these guys, <laughs> and just walked out. And he, But he was so nice. All he wanted to do on the day of filming was just make you laugh. Yeah. And once he'd got you... He doesn't let go. You know, he just keeps hold of you and makes you laugh and laugh. And I remember Steve Merchant saying to me, don't worry, Mike, we've got loads of tape. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of good stories but one you might be nice if you can tell I love the story of
2: uh, you interviewed Britney didn't you Britney Sp- like yeah. Britney Sp- not Britney Smith from Arbroath <laughs> yeah.
1: Britney for goodness sake! I so. didn't get the chance to do the Arbroath yeah, she's very hard to meet <laughs> but her.
2: you uh, I love that there's a lovely little ploy when uh, her and her people got a bit showbiz when you wanted a, I think you wanted an autograph for your niece I you? did my
1: niece Nicole was a massive Britney Spears fan at the time and uh, so we flew out to interview and yeah. she'd won some award or something and you get half an hour with these people you don't get that long, and we'd been given this apartment that you know, and uh, so I drew a picture of Justin Mustache and Justin Beaver because he, he was she was going out with him at the time, oh, right, yep. and then I said to her oh look you know. During the break of film like, Is there any chance You could just sign this CD I bought it I didn't ask it for free I, My niece is a big fan And her and her people Just took it off me And went No Britney doesn't sign anything <laughs> And I said I'm sure Britney does yeah. <laughs> So Britney can <laughs> And I said Look I brought my own Sharpie You don't have to No I'm sorry Britney will not sign Oh and I, I know I know And I was like Okay no worries And I was really annoyed And I went Nah don't worry about that I said that'll make a great story For when I get back to England Because the press Will be jumping on this Because it's for my little Eight year old niece <laughs> (laughs) And as soon as I said that, guess what? Britney signed. Brittany. <laughs> <Jordan. laughs> Great. Well, as we Mike. said, it's full of
2: good uh, fun stories and uh, some of them football related. Rod Stewart's team and a few. That bi- was a good laugh. There's some good behind the scenes stuff in there as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember him by Mike Squeaky McLean is uh, published by is that FCM? Yeah. And where can we get copies? Mike? You can
1: either uh, Amazon. I'm very oh, okay. fortunate. It's on Amazon and in and, uh, it'll be in every bag uh, bargain basement <laughs> as you leave the store. I'm guessing. And but no, it's uh, it's a good. But it's, it's funny. It's easy to read and it just talks about, you know, times on Rich and Judy and obviously playing football with Rod Stewart. Because, you know, it's not every day you get to go to his house and see he's got a football pitch in the bottom of his garden and you're allowed to you know, play on it and then yeah. I peed in his pills so that was another day He's got a knee injury
4: now I'm not sure he's going to come back at 75
1: No, could be it. it could he, be He it. didn't come <laughs> back when he did play because yeah. you have to play right back and he doesn't trap back He, just, <laughs> he gets an Uber to the ball That's well, what it's he's his like. pitch and his ball I mean, he could literally <laughs> kick we, you all out We the warmed up once and I said to him this is really nice I said, this Is it an ex-council house and he sort of didn't know whether, you know. And, I, and, I, and he said, Yeah, yeah it's nice. And it? I said, Yeah. And uh, he said, I'm trying to get some floodlight fitted. I said, oh, Of course, yeah. He said, But the council wouldn't allow him <laughs> yeah. because it was an eyesore from the M25. And then one day we turned up and uh, he goes, Right, lads, I've got these two new players playing. I'm thinking, All oh, right, OK. And he walked. Gordon Strachan and Gary uh, Callister and I said to him are they any good? <laughs> but it was, a, it was I played for two years and it was a real pleasure to play yeah. with him and he's, he had this most amazing house that you know I get there I'm from Manchester and he gives me the code for the gate and I'm thinking right I'm in Roger Stewart's house now do I ring the lads get them to bring the van around and empty this place <laughs> or do I play and I played and it was a, it was a pleasure to play
0: Brilliant yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from
2: Talk Sport. Jacob's here on Talk Sport. Now, and if I said Skegness is jolly fisherman, what, what are you picturing your minds like? Can you see him on a infamous uh, yeah, poster?
4: Yeah, I know about this story. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. They
2: may get rid of him. And I do wonder if it might have a knock-on effect to uh, sport. The jolly fisherman uh, mascot. If you have seen the, the, mm. the Skeggy posters there? So yeah. Viz do a version of it. <laughs> but uh, if you've ever seen the Skegness uh, poster, uh, you'll know who we're talking about when we say the jolly fisherman. He's, he's an institution. He's the face of Skegness he is that's right said the mayor but he's been 112 years but he could face the axe thanks to the world of health and safety um and that, i wonder if it will have a knock-on effect <laughs> into sport and football because apparently health and safety rules say that volunteers can spend only 20 minutes a time inside the costume have you ever heard so of where does I'm that saying, leave where do they harry come the up? hornet
4: who's there for 90 stuff. minutes you know they need a minder there are hygiene risks if more than one person dresses up in it I mean, honestly... do well, it kind people, of is at the moment. You, you, you but, do yeah. get the sense with these people they've got nothing else to do with their day but yeah. come up with stuff like this because so really... I mean, I think you could survive longer than 20 minutes in a mascot suit.
2: Yeah. I mean, so yeah. apparently you can't do more than that then you've got to have a little bit of a break. So they're, 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 they're up <laughs> yeah. in arms. And the other things that is a problem apparently is lack of funds. I don't know how much he costs to run. Uh, was yeah. it about 500 grand a year being a jolly fisherman? <laughs> no it. storage space for the costume. <laughs> oh, dear. That feels a bit yeah, yeah. Uh, and a dwindling number of volunteers. Well, maybe that is the problem. If no one wants to be uh, jolly fisherman, then you understand. It. I bet they will be queuing up now. It yeah. should be like a national service in Skegness. <laughs> everybody, everybody has to do it for 20 minutes. Yeah, well, it's true. And then they can't get around the Well, other they could society. get several
4: suits made, you know, if they really wanted to keep it going. So they yeah. could, you know, they could rotate well, the suits. I think they sort that out anyway. Yeah, in, well, onto inventor Tyler Ball 20 of Milton Keynes and mm. Bucks. He's turned over half a million pounds in just 30 days thanks to his best selling 55 pound testicle trimmer. Oh, Okay, and right. he took this into the dragon's den actually, and uh, Duncan Ballantyne had to decline when it went terribly wrong. That's why right, I'm out, he said. He's
2: <laughs> not been in it for about ten years. You're Andy. right. <laughs> <laughs> not been in it for Come ten. years. Come on, it's years. topical m- m- material. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads us into our course Where's subject. my teeth gone? Andy, Andy today has been really, mean really struggling with, with just by talking, my standards, just talking today, just the basics, just <laughs> yeah, anything, yeah, anything, on and off it. <laughs> Yeah,
4: yes, it's been difficult. But we
2: used to play that game of um, uh, years ago. Well, on the show, we used to play the Barry Bannon game. Yes, which because uh, Barry's been talking in the press with Wednesday in action tonight. Of mm. course, he's been talking about you know the difficulties of playing. It was a game City. you and your son devised. Yeah, it? It, it uh, came, we all got into it. It was we used mad to, we to, it just becomes this <laughs> stupid thing. I mean, it involves quite a lot of dead air, but it was like a it was like a game of dare. Who would be the first to crack? One of us would say Barry. <laughs> Bannon, and you had to, you'd see how long you could last. Well, some of last them would go really over last. days. I'd phone him up and I'd go, Bannon, and then we'd get each other like that. You'd have a you'd have a, a Barry hanging. And then you'd have to come in with a and <laughs> <It's> Sometimes, gonna... <laughs> sometimes weeks later. It's got to be. You should have kept a league table.
4: Now I love this uh, advert today. I love the readers' offers in the tabloid press, yeah. and uh, this is for the amazing value classic style soft touch multi packet pocket multi pocket. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Honestly, multi pocket. I
2: don't know what it is with you.
4: <laughs> I've got vowel trouble. Let's An be irritable honest. vowel syndrome. I certainly have. Yeah. At the Aldon Blueson with distinctive contrasting trim and lining. Looks nice. Yeah. Yes, it does. But the picture of the bloke's wearing a shirt and tie. Who wears a shirt and tie with a blues on jacket like that? For <laughs> goodness sake. Yeah. Ridiculous. I love this bit in the ad, that It says, it's got the latest colours, including extremely smart stone. <laughs> I never quite think of stone as an extremely smart colour. Either. No, it can be. Oh, it you can dress, be. You can dress it up. I think <laughs> you, you can. can.
2: <laughs> Spare a fault for uh, Lee Rumney, 29, Andy, mm. oh, who accidentally yeah. added 189 pieces of chicken to his Domino's delivery <laughs> after a boozy night out. That's now, not, when you had a boozy night good, out is it, in really? Sunderland, he says, <laughs> He said to mark his son's birth, so he's clearly gone online, hasn't he? And he's put, uh, uh how many chicken wigs do we want? And he's meant to put in, I don't know, 18. <laughs> put, put him and his mates, oh, 189. 189. Imagine that order! You'd think someone at Domino's in Sunderland would phone up and say, You sure you want 189? <laughs> <Isn't> those <that laughs> Wing Central, true,
4: really? just, all answer a pump. Do you want to? Is Pele available, Bill? Going to have a look well, it. would be him. nice to find that. Power <coughs> opinion, yes, because it? we're going to speak to Tim Vickery soon. So yeah. uh, I've got a T20 birthday spread for you. This is okay. the, uh, the internationally famous game. <laughs> it's not at all not, that yeah. uh, People love to play at home. Oh, it's yeah. that one. You've become don't. so No, they don't. you become very good at it over the years. I've i can to try you, and guess the age yeah, of this person. And you right.
2: give me a, a spread of years to be within, don't yeah.
4: you? Now, if you don't know the person, it's always a bit more tricky for you. So I'll give you a nice spread of 10 here. Yeah. It's the uh, Chief Executive of HM Revenue and Customs from 2012 to 16 Dame Lynn Homer OK and yeah. for what years? Uh, 2012 to 2016 so she's gone we're alright OK <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, Dame Lynn Homer and I forgot Homer's birthday last year
2: DOL oh that's very good <laughs> thank you 68 68 no she's
4: 63 oh OK so how many bad. years did
2: you give me you didn't did you I gave you 10 oh 10 mm-hmm. that's fine then wasn't it oh I know how to play this game Wow, all the tension in that game. What a fantastic game it is. He's up there with the Barry Bannon game. <laughs> Let's be
4: honest. It's not really. Yeah. Uh, there's an amazing photo from China today where naturally, you know, people are trying to avoid contact, as we all are now. Mm. And uh, But there's this photo of this barber's cutting hair with shears, like the scissors, are and they're standing about six foot away. It's not going to be a great result, that, is <laughs> it's it? It's probably be honest. not going to be great, is like it? Patrick, what's his name? In Ryan's daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> John Mills. John Mills. It's going to be a bit of a John it's Mills. one of those. Lovely those. contemporary reference. <laughs> That's very much yeah. uh, <laughs> I've given up on contemporary references. I, say, now yeah, I, I think, you, ever, I think you best There's do, no yeah. point. No. And uh, the Duke of Kent. Oh, yeah. The royal patron of the British German Association. Yesterday presented oh, yeah. a Medal of Honour. He only went there because they told him Michael Stish and Boris Becker were going to be there. Yeah. He thought it would be a bit what of what tennis. What he's saying is he loves he, he loves <laughs> tennis. <laughs> tennis. <laughs> well, he does go every single day. He goes every year. He does go every year. So I try and tie into everything he does into tennis. Good. Do you want a good anecdote from Patrick Kidd in the Times Diary? Oh, yeah, go on then. It's a good good diary. It's a good column, this. Mm. And he was talking about playing football in Germany. He said, football isn't my sport, but 20 years ago, as a commons researcher, I went on tour to Frankfurt to play two matches against German politicians and lobbyists. Yeah. The Brits squeaked a win in the Saturday fixture and naturally headed to the pub to celebrate long into the night. The Germans, I recall, went back into the training ground. They won the rematch the next morning 11-1. Wow, and I thought that says so much about the
2: two countries and their approaches to football, don't you? Yeah, no, absolutely, that's very <laughs> true. Yeah, the uh, I did have something else for you. Where was it? Oh, you yeah, want to say very, very happy birthday, to Lord Bunbury, David English. Oh, very happy birthday, seventy-four, David. not out, tremendous. Yeah, Dave, happy birthday. he needs twenty-six for his hundred. <laughs> that's it. We <laughs> won't put it past him. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about the changing nature of betting. Really, I mean, there hmm. was a time, when the only way people generally would bet. And it wasn't a million years ago when people were just going to a bookmaker's They'd, uh, they'd know the race was coming up in five minutes. They'd go up to the counter with a couple of quid, and then they'd watch it. It would be sorted in seconds, wouldn't it? they yeah. have their little hunch or their tip. They'd put it on. They'd either tear up their ticket or they go back to the That's window. That's kind of what I grew up with, their, really. So, get uh, their that, cash.
4: That, that, what, I've changed recently, but yeah. that was the way I
2: was used yeah. To yeah. I mean, it's come on yeah. a, a long way, of course, yeah, yeah. and uh, there are lots of weird and wonderful things. But I was interested to see a book. Our good friends at Paddy Power, and I'm sure they're not alone in this, Having a book on who will be Liverpool's next under-23 manager. (laughs) For goodness (laughs) sake. I just thought it seems odd, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. you have come a long way from so uh, one pound fifty on number four, dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to uh, can I have a couple of quid it's on Neil the, Critchley? You left, hasn't he? He's he gone to Blackpool. Yeah, very, very good man by mm. all accounts. but yeah, yeah. It just seemed odd that there would be a book on something. How many people? And also that moment, if you're standing in that bookies, <laughs> smoke filled bookmakers, <laughs> capstan force a fug of capstan force <laughs> strength above your head, um, and way you get your winner. You go up to we got that sudden elation. But I mean, yeah. where Whoever, you know, say it goes, let's see who's, who's in the running at the we, moment. I, I mean, Steve Gorse. you put your money on Steve Gorse well, might. Steve gets the job? You don't stand there punching the air in the high street, do you? <laughs> well, not
4: really, Not no. quite the same, is
2: no. it? quite satisfaction. It's, it, it's interesting because I have succumbed to the
4: app recently. Yeah, and it is, of course, a lot easier. It's also a lot easier to spend a bit more money actually Mm. well please gamble responsibly you You really do need to absolutely and I'll
2: remind you of that in Cheltenham next week (laughs) when you go chasing your losses
4: no I'm very I have a set amount I'm very very disciplined
2: with my betting chinny record. no you have a set amount I I do have a set I I do
4: succumb to the odd Cheltenham thing where people are here over here Ruby or over here somebody else saying Cheltenham frenzy Friends out there, I'll well, have. Bat- I've only backed six in this well, race. I'll have another one. Let's, uh, whatever
2: you're doing uh, next yeah. week, um, yes, please gamble responsibly. And uh, we will be bringing you Cheltenham for the full five days. We'll be live with Green King and Paddy Power on Monday. Uh, guests will include uh, uh, Ruby will be there Ruby Walsh will yeah, be there yeah I'm looking forward we've never done a preview show so no. it's going to be interesting so we'll be live from a King Pub in, we'll give you a bit more information if you'd yeah, like right to come here. along and say hello if you're there for the festival and, and then Tuesday to Friday as always we'll be in uh, Paddy Power's box lots of top guests from the world of uh, racing, football showbiz and beyond will be joining us uh, throughout the week and we'll bring you live racing as always with Rupert Bell uh, always on fine form. You're uh, commentator for all the big races and all the colour, colour, colour no, of, of I love the festival. That's so that's uh, all next week uh, between one on and on, uh, on four. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That's uh, this afternoon's show. So when are you seeing that girl from the call centre then? You? <laughs> you said soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, see. I'd like to give a plug to our producers' podcast because if you're a fan of podcasts... National Obsession. Yes, it's his 100th edition. 100th edition. Charlie Baker and John uh, Hundred editions yeah. of. The I've rest. only ever listened to one, but I oh, gather it's quite good. <laughs> I mean, he's very good, and they got a special guest in this one—the hundredth yeah. edition.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus.